Welcome to Alderman Farms Radio. This is a podcast where we'll be uploading the audio from our weekly live YouTube shows as part of the Homestead Network. For more information, you can check out thehomesteadnetwork.com for a list of channels and showtimes, and we hope you'll join us on our Alderman Farms YouTube channel. Thanks for dropping in. Now here's the show. Well, welcome to Alderman Farms Live. Woo! Yay! Our second episode. Um, the first thing we need to do is apologize about the technical issues that we had last week. Uh, the first, the first issue was, uh, I in setting up the the program, I selected or I guess I neglected to select the correct microphone, the correct sound input. And so I had my Apple earbuds plugged into the side of the Mac. By me, which I'm, you know, I'm not known for being the most quiet person, quietest person in the world. Yeah. So every time uh, Patty would reach over to grab her show notes, it was right by the inline microphone on our Apple earbuds. Yeah, like on top of, you know. And we had no idea because you people are too kind. You didn't, you didn't tell us. What was that? And uh, so let's try it again. Patty, pick up your notes and ruffle them a little bit. Just that's enough. That's enough. So how was that? Was that better? <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, when well, he says, sure, sure. Uh, Deep South is here. Hey, guys. Hey, We're going to mention you in just a few minutes. W, W5 Farms. Uh, Everybunny Homestead. Howdy from Dallas. Uh, oh, never mind. We're not supposed to tell anybody that. Never mind. Stop. This is hard. I don't know where you're going. Yeah, but. never mind. This is hard. It's hard to read things and 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 so forth and so on and and keep up with what you're doing. So, and the other technical issue that we had to apologize for is we disappeared with 15 minutes to go. Yeah. <laughs> and we were scrambling around trying to figure. Well, he was. I can't figure out what's wrong because I don't know how this stuff works. But anyway. I was we we got it. encouraging. We were back live with one minute to go to tell everybody to go to check out Brad and Krista's show at the mm-hmm. Big Family Homestead, but most everybody was already gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really sure what happened other than to say that our internet just crashed, and yeah. that's unusual. We have superb internet. I, I don't want to make you jealous, but we've got fiber internet 100 megabits per second fiber internet and we're out out in the country yeah out in the woods and it actually comes from our neighboring county but uh, doing some research we found that there were some county-wide issues excuse me system-wide issues that they've been working on and so we hope they've got that figured out problem is it's thundering outside right now yeah (laughs) so the bad yeah the bad news is if the power goes out so do we. So if we disappear today, that's yeah. that's probably what happened. Yeah. So. But hopefully that's not going to happen. We don't yeah. we don't normally lose power either. To say we're out in the country, we really don't lose power that often. No, like we don't. A lot of people do. So. And and they're usually pretty quick about about getting it getting it back on. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna pray that don't happen. Look here, howdy from Seattle and. Oh wow! We got uh, we have a son in. Uh, Oregon. Yeah, we do. Have, uh, our oldest son is in Oregon, yeah. northern New Jersey. Wow. wow. My da- yeah, my dad uh, grew up part of his time in uh, New Jersey. So. Yeah, in Bayonne? Bayonne, yeah. Bayonne, yeah. yeah. So it, what part of New Jersey is Bayonne in, do you know? Oh, I have no idea. So whoever that was said northern New Jersey, do you, do you know where Bayonne is? And uh, tell us where that, how far that is from, from where you hail from. I know uh, that uh, that's where my daddy learned to swim, and it's a Bayonne Bay. Really? So, mm-hmm. But his parents didn't know that. Wanda and Danny said it just rained there. They, they've had that issue a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, let me tell you something. I'll take it. If yeah. the power goes out right this minute because of rain, <laughs> get over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so dry here. It's so bad. We'll be doing the happy dance because yes. uh, we need some rain. Yes, rain, very bad. Some kind of bad. Yes, so we do. Well, uh, you know... <sighs> One of the something I want to do first of all is thank you guys. You know, I posted a little uh, 
One of our taglines at Alderman Farms is where life on the farm get, just got real. Yeah, just got real. And uh, I'm kind of famous for saying sometimes it's not always uh, puppy dogs and lollipops. Sometimes there's unpleasantness. Mm. And we had some unpleasantness with a, a young uh, gilt, a young pig who was um, just really had a too difficult time in labor, was unable yeah. to deliver a pig piglet that was too big for her. We've never, it's the first time we've run across yeah. that, and, and I had to... Uh, dispatch her to end her suffering and uh that's tough it's you know we're we're softies at heart we love our animals mm. and i just wanted to thank you guys for so many heartfelt yeah, yeah everybody's very kind comments and um i had people uh on facebook and on youtube you know saying how much they appreciated um kind of us sharing our heart about that yeah. and uh so anyway just wanted to to thank you for that um I'm getting word that the audio is a little bit behind. You said the audio is behind the video. Um, that's interesting. Usually it's the other way around. Hmm. Quick note about that. I'm going to let Patty talk because I've been talking too much. Hmm. We, we're hopefully going to have sync issues resolved because uh, due to circumstances related to my full-time job and my responsibilities with that full-time job, I'm happy to report that we now own Wirecast, mm. the the paid uh, so, uh, a streaming video streaming software. Not using that right now because I have to learn it still. We're still on OBS today, but Wirecast gives you ability to uh, to delay either the audio or the video to make them match. And so um, hopefully we'll we'll be using that. Maybe as soon as next week. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if you're seeing me uh, shake my head and do, come here, Tomas, do head motions. My uh, grandson is here again. Our grandson is here. And so. Uh, come here. Anyway, he may have to have a little, a little nod now and then. <laughs> Say hey to everybody. Say hey, Tomas. Wave. Hola. <laughs> Look at the blue, blue lights on the See camera right there. That's Look the right camera. There. Look at that. Ah! <laughs> All right. Stay out. Stay inside with your chips. Okay. He's our uh, apprentice farmer. The dogs will eat them. Amanda's garden says, "I'm sorry, I'm a little few late. That's all right." Thanks for coming. Jump right in. Thanks it for is. coming. We appreciate it. Marlena mm -hmm. says, "A lot of times with streaming, there's a lag with audio and video. Not always the same." Yeah, yeah. I, that's right. We're new to this, but but we have found that to be true. Mm -hmm. uh, old Kentucky Homestead had some good rains this week. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. I shall not I covet. I shall not covet. Mm -hmm. I shall not covet. I don't think we've had any rain this last week. The week before we did. And we just put in some irrigation, and we may, uh, we really need to be doing some videos on that. Uh, but uh, that was a blessing, and so we've been able to water some. We haven't watered a ton, which it's still, even with water, and it's like, it, it's just, it's so hot and so dry, it's not really done done as good as the, it could have in the garden of course the cow don't help so yeah yeah and it, honestly you know really speaking about the cow um the pictures that we've shown and everything you know we you could see the gaps in the beans and all but we really need to do an update on it because you can really see the devis the devastation because uh you can see the the vines are dead now and there's a lot more dead than what it looked like it was going to be yeah so yeah I, I actually when i pick the green beans i get enough for a good batch which which i'm still glad to have that but not really enough to sell right anymore so hey uh, i see uh tm halka 98 has commented that you can do that in obs as well and says it's easy if you're talking about delaying the audio please email me tommy at aldermanfarms.net <laughs> Uh, I know there's an option when you're selecting a new video input to buffer the video, but again, and I'm not sure what's what you're seeing from us right now, but most often what I run into with OBS is that the audio precedes the video, which doesn't make sense because yeah. light travels faster yeah. than sound, but most often you hear it before you see it. If I do a big clap with my hands, you, you, you hear the clap and then see the clap. And I can't find a way in OBS to, to delay the audio. So if you know how to do that, uh, email me at Tommy at AldermanFarms.net. Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate it. If you can figure that out for me, I'll send you a T-shirt. <laughs> hey, J&J Acres, welcome hey. aboard. Good to see you. And thanks for the comments about Tomas. He, he is uh, he's our heart. He's a, he's a sweetheart. And he does work on the farm. He likes to work hard, and he has a good time doing it. So. Yeah, in fact, we've got a uh, sometime... 
And when you're not watching this live here or watching other members of the Homestead Network, uh, we've got a Tomas has his own playlist on our channel. Uh, it's called Tomas the Apprentice Farmer, and yeah. uh, he he loves it. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa, the turkey's doing fine. I've got a covering over her. Um, she's eating and drinking, so we're encouraged by that. Mm -hmm. Tell you a little bit what Grandpa's asking about, if you don't know, uh, here in a few minutes. Let's see. Just consulting our show notes here. Mm -hmm. we'll tell them a little bit about our 4th of July weekend. Yeah, we went to some friends, uh, Melissa and Tony, Tony's house. And uh, our youngest son, Corey, is uh, best friends with uh, their two sons. And we just had a great time. We had Tomas last weekend, too. And he had a great time playing in their pool. And uh, Corbin and uh, Zach put on a good fireworks show for us. And Tony grilled amazing meat, amazing ribs and brisket for us and it was just we had a good time it was like potluck everybody brought something and so we had a great time yeah over there. I, I didn't realize tony was a master chef but mm -hmm. uh it was amazing the only i told him the only way it could have been better is if that meat had come from our farm that's right and you we know? and we've talked about that so that's that's on the agenda next is uh tony's yeah. gonna get a hold of some of our pigs for us so. yeah yeah so mm -hmm. and i can't wait to to see uh, oh, and you didn't hear some of our conversation. He actually knows how to do the pig in the pit in the ground. Come on. He, he's not necessarily done it, but he knows people have had. So. Oh, good. That's, well, we'll have to uh, That's we'll something have I've to been wanting that. to do. Reckon Melissa let us dig a hole in the ground at her house? Well, we can do it here. I'll let him. Oh, okay. Was... You'll let us. Mm -hmm. So that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great time. We had uh, fun with, you know, lots of, man, they were kids. There's more kids you can shake a stick at, <laughs> and uh, the the pool was nice, and uh, it just it was really, really, really fun time. Yeah. So, let's see. Just kind of reviewing our week after that, um, we picked our first batch of figs. Yes, yes, we sure did. Tomas was asking last weekend, when are the figs going to be ready? And I said, I don't know, I don't know. And sure enough, I picked some the day before he came. And uh, then he's been picking them the whole time he's been here. So we. Oh yeah, he helped. He helped me. We were picking really late, and he shined the light for me. Yeah, too. he shined the light. That's yeah. right. But he's been picking them and eating them all day. So. I heard. Uh, I heard uh, Danny and Wanda. I heard you guys uh, I, uh, on your most recent show talking about figs and, and your fig tree. Yeah, that, I, I, trees. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed hearing about all that. We can't. I told Patty when we were watching that. I said, Patty, you know, we have to go see Danny and Wanda. That's right. At, because it, it's kind of my understanding that. That's a rite of passage for uh, the, the Homestead Network <laughs> right. members that you have to go to Deep South Homestead and sit on the porch with Danny and Wanda, right? <laughs> and uh, so hopefully we get to do that and we can talk about figs. Um, it, oh, wow. They said they picked nine gallons. I, 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 I've only picked, we've picked some to eat and uh, picked about a gallon yesterday. So Really? Yeah. So I'll, I'll get... Uh, I should be starting to get two or three gallons of picking. Man. So. Well, we've just got one fig tree, okay? And it's, it's a tiny little fig tree. I'm going to show you a picture of it. Jared from J&J Acres, see if you uh, recognize our tiny little fig tree. I thought the fig tree was already up there. <laughs> no, it wasn't up there already. That, uh, that's our tiny little fig tree. Um, and I've got a great story uh, about this fig tree. And I was reminded when we were watching... Danny and Wanda uh, talking about their figs and their fig tree. And Danny mentioned how uh, the root structure oh. of a fig tree that they run out, you know, kind of uh, does have a tap, but it's also got roots that run out uh, near the top of the ground. Well, <laughs> we, we, uh, our fig tree just had done amazingly well was that two years ago when we really had an extended drought and yet I, whenever it was no no it's been longer than that it's been longer than that um but our fig tree was just yeah we never watered it i mean and it just yeah it, and it, we had so many figs now i do i usually i used to would fertilize it every year and honestly i didn't fertilize it this last year and it's still doing good not as good but um yeah. i just thought boy i really am doing a good job with this fig tree you know yeah. i'm fertilizing it i don't even have to water it you know we're thinking you know man yeah. we need to clone this sucker yeah. because it, this is a drought resistant yeah fig tree. oh and i've planted numerous ones shoots off of it but they all died they every all time, died. They would just yeah. die. Huh. And I'd still plant, I planted on the uh, south side of the trailer just like I did this one, and I'd mulch around it, but they'd die. they just die. Yeah, yeah. So 
one day we were getting ready to go to church actually yeah we were all, we're on the way out to go to church and that morning we came out we were walking across the deck it would be um let me show you this picture the deck is behind this fig tree and so it would be as you're looking we're walking from left to right behind that fig tree across the deck and i'm hearing what sounds like pouring down rain problem was it wasn't raining and so I'm looking, I'm looking, and it didn't take me long to understand that the, uh, the, rain was, uh, the, the rain I heard was underneath our mobile home. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. So I looked under there, and there's water just pouring everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I went and got, some, got my old coveralls on and climbed up under there. And, folks, I, I'm here to tell you, it looked <laughs> like an alien landscape. It was so bad. It was, it Danny, was I don't know if you've ever seen this or ever had fig trees in a position to see this, but what I saw under my mobile home was vast sceneries of what looked like giant balls this big around yeah, yeah. of human hair yeah. all, all just wadded up and it, it was just like everywhere like this just all just and then all on the ground bony looking finger things running across the top of the soil for this water and so it we like it dawned on us our fig tree is not drought resistant <laughs> our fig tree's been getting watered for you know what had happened was the two feeder lines for our water heater uh, had eventually rusted through and just shattered that had been on there a long time it had time. been dripping you know a slow leak that we never knew about you know for a while and the that amazing th thing that fig tree found it yeah that fig tree found that slow leak and, uh, and i of, didn't of find course it. it of course it's moist upon the trailer anyway but it's not like that anymore yeah. now the water leaks big so yeah. it just was strange it, it just it was creepy to go up under that trailer yeah that fig like tree that. came from one little cutting right from our aunt from aunt donna from aunt dossie yeah. yeah we call mm -hmm. her aunt dossie but uh, mm -hmm. so anyway there's our that that's our fig tree story <laughs> and uh it's uh it, it was crazy. Yep, old Kentucky homestead. That is a fig tree, and you can climb up in that sucker. And yeah. Tomas loves to climb yeah. up in it. So I don't like to climb it, but I do. I haven't been in it this year. See, I haven't picked it in its entirety. I um, I do climb out on the limbs and stuff. Yeah. So, but we yeah. usually uh, we haven't topped it. We'll come in and top it across the top, uh, every other year or so. But it's been two or three years. We just kind of miss. We just kind of miss the opportune time and then we start seeing buds it'll start budding in february march yeah. sometimes you know depending on how warm it is orphan lady says you just had a child escape they saw the boss living out the yeah, front yeah. no he owns the place he uh he he's uh he's very he's good he's a good little fella he'll stay yeah. right around here and every few seconds he'll come back in and Corey will be checking you can't see Corey, but Corey's over here uh, helping moderate yeah. and uh, he'll he'll slip up and check on him too so. yeah yeah um, who's in Alaska? Who's saying that? Was that uh, Somebody in Alaska? Is it Grandpa? Grandpa, you in Alaska? Oh, Grandpa, we need to come visit you. <laughs> <laughs> Big Family Homestead wants to know what your favorite fig recipe is. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I love eating them fresh. Um, mm, that's my favorite. I, I like I like uh, old fashioned canned figs. I also really I fig guess fig preserves. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, but I guess my favorite is I I've, I don't I want a mushy fig like I want it mush. And I have made pureed figs like you were doing, kind of like you were going to do the strawberry figs, but you don't put the strawberry in it, and so it's like a spread. And so I really like that because I'm not a jam person. I'm a jelly person, so that's more like jelly because it's more smooth. I like that, and then I was hearing on um, the deep deep south. They were talking about. One was talking about they do dehydrate. I'm really liking dehydrating. We've got a uh, Tommy got me a Excalibur dehydrator a few years ago, and I've really used it on the figs. And my oldest son loves figs, and I've sent him a couple of batches of figs uh, that I've dehydrated up there for him. And I don't know if Tomas likes them dehydrated, but he loves them fresh too. So I don't know anyway. if you if you have a anybody else has an Excalibur dehydrator, but that thing rocks. Yeah. We'll, we'll put a link down. You can go look at it and check it yeah, out. Yeah, I really uh, really like it. I've had the round ones, and I still have them. Um, but you do have to kind of uh, rotate the trays and everything. And occasionally, I have uh, given a fourth of a turn to the Excalibur, but I really don't find I need to. Yeah. I really really like it. Uh, it, and, it, and it runs a lot you know mm -hmm. she, she uses it a lot and uh, it's been worth every penny you know so oh grandpa all the Alaskan TV shows are complete fiction that disappoints me 
That really does. Look at that. Deep South says a company that does The Last Frontier contacted uh, them about doing a program. Ah. We, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Just uh, I wish you could talk maybe to the Kilchers before you uh, make that plunge. But, of course, we'd love to see well, you guys. You know, we... Uh, if it's all fiction, so... Yeah, that's know. true. That's true. We actually got contacted... Um, Wow. A year or so ago about the... Uh, the Maybe even two. Yeah, the program. Anybody familiar with the Shipping Wars uh, uh, TV show? Um, they had contacted us initially just wanting us to house a, a, a five-legged calf that was part of one of their shows. They just needed a place to keep it. Yeah. And um, we initially were kind of... A, we didn't know anything about the show, and... Um, initially they were agree we were going to agree and then next thing you know they wanted us to be in the show after we talked a little while and we thought we were going to do it and then we had a friend who was familiar with the show or had seen the show said yeah you might all look into that show a little bit yeah. more and uh you know so we looked up online and watched even just a few minutes of an episode and with all the bleeping out and the drama yeah. and you know i just called him back and said Nah, we're, that's no. not what we're about, and no. we're just not interested, yeah. you know, so. Okay, Grandpa's asking, what growing zone are we in? Um, I saw that come across, and I meant to uh, address that. Uh, what growing zone are we in? Is it eight? I don't know. I forget. I forget. That's her department, and I, she forgets. I, uh, Wanda. Uh, McCullough. No, Deep South, y'all know. What what growing zone are we in? Yeah. Hey, um, Wanda, what growing zone are we in? Hey, Danny. Uh, yeah. Danny will tell you <laughs> in just a minute. Um, I, I just I can't think of which one we're in. I, I plant in, uh, I can plant everything in April. I, I don't know. Um, so. I see, uh, yeah, good. I, Danny says they ain't doing it. Talking about the TV show, I think that's probably probably yeah. a good idea and uh, Jay, uh jared uh i didn't realize that that you've been contacted too and mm. learned it was all about them not yeah so yeah yeah good you know it seems like we've got some common sense folks in this group right here <laughs> you see danny or wanda one says we're either in eight or nine yeah yeah, yeah so, that's what i was saying i think it's right. i think it's eight i think more i think maybe uh danny and wanda are maybe a nine and we're an eight maybe so because we're a little bit further north than they are yeah maybe so that's probably yeah. right probably right well so let's see patty did figs let's see what else oh, yeah grandpa i knew you were gonna say that I used to have snow on the ground oh my goodness Ooh, and we we very seldom even see snow here so yeah we all we get excited they close everything when it snows they close down the schools even just like an inch or two you know no if school's out people don't go to work so it's really crazy so. yeah jared uh, from jj acres can tell you all about that i won't I won't uh, disclose how he knows, but let's just say due to a professional affiliation he has, he, he knows how people behave. You know, it's like, hey, it's raining. Let's go fast. You know, <laughs> or, uh, you know, the ice, the road, ice on the road. Let's speed up, you know. So uh, <laughs> J&J says we are in 8B. Well, thank you very much. Thank now you, we you. know. I won't know tomorrow, but I know right now. I think that's what I guess. So Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So we're still working on, you know, Patty, we told you last week, Patty had been dealing with, so many tomatoes and it's, um it's a blessing i don't know if you saw the picture we posted on facebook about our studio setup last week behind the camera was you know probably 60 or 70 tomatoes all spread out on the counter mm -hmm. and uh i don't know how many it was it was a bunch yeah and uh enough to do 18 pints of canned tomatoes enough so. to do 18 pints <laughs> of canned tomatoes was. yeah and i haven't i haven't finished editing stew, that video yeah. Patty yeah. keeps feeding me video so fast I can't keep up with it. And um, she, she, Patty you has said the video more. Yeah, you know. Patty has two speeds: wide open and stop. <laughs> and uh, there, there's no coasting or or putting around or anything like that. So uh, something else she did with some of those tomatoes that. Um, well, let me say something with that. This is actually um, when I peeled the tomatoes, I had them in a big dish pan, and I had uh, some the juice. It makes so much juice, and so um, I just strained out some of the juice, and this is what I made tomato soup with that. Yes, delicious, delicious mm -hmm. tomato soup. Um, and I've got the video, all the video that I need. I just haven't had a chance to get to it because mm -hmm. I've been editing uh, other stuff too. So. Uh, oh, and another thing, it's it's gluten-free. Uh, a lot of the recipes, I tried to find a recipe. I just kind of made it up, and Tommy really liked it. So, And I say on there that, you know, 
I've never eaten canned tomato soup. You know, I I just never have eaten it. Uh, I use it in a recipe that I have uh, called spaghetti stuff, and um, that's why I wanted to make the soup, of course, because I had it. But anyway, uh, all the recipes call for flour, and I'm really not pleased with using gluten-free flour to thicken, you know, uh, just like putting it in to thicken like that. So I use cornstarch. So it, it is a gluten-free recipe, too, so anybody's did interested. You, did you want to – I'm putting you on the spot. This is but, not on the notes. Uh-oh. Did you want to talk about why? Because they may have noticed we um, another a, a video that we just put up recently was your uh, the gluten-free um, – Egg, yeah, egg custard. yeah, the gluten-free egg custard recipe, which is a modification of a regular egg custard recipe that comes from my aunt Donna's cookbook. Um, but did, would you want to take a minute and talk about why you're doing gluten-free recipes? Well, sure. Um, last year uh, in June, it was a year ago in June, uh, I was diagnosed with Graves' disease, and my thyroid, my my heart rate had gone crazy and I went to the hospital and blah 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 make a long story short I was diagnosed with Graves disease and just through doing some research I saw that you know a lot of people um, were getting off gluten getting off a lot of processed stuff um, to help counteract the effects of a hyperactive thyroid and and everything and I can't explain all the stuff it's been a long time since I've looked at that information and everything but Anyway, so I, uh, I got off gluten then, and, and for years I had had a problem with being allergic to the sun and aching all the time, just aching all over. Um, not, not to the point that I couldn't do anything, but to the point that I didn't want to really do a lot, but I could take ibuprofen or something and go ahead and get done. Anyway, uh, so when I, uh, I got off gluten and everything and, and I started doing better with the Graves' disease, I noticed, and I, I was able to not have to get on the medicine to control it. I was on blood pressure medicine to control my heart rate and everything. But um, anyway, so I, uh, I felt so much better. And so, and I was, you know, five months in or something like that. I thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and add good wheat back into my diet because I missed my bread. You know, that's the main thing was bread. I found, you know, substitutes for, for noodles and stuff like that, but not for my bread. So, I, uh, and I'm a, I'm a bread baker, you know, that's yeah. what I do at the market yeah. is I bake bread. So, and that, that, I, and I've never been a huge bread eater, but I, I like a sandwich, you know, and we've always been the kind that eats, you know, a sandwich at least once a day. So anyway, every time I try to get back on wheat, even good wheat, uh, that I've ground myself that I know, you know, is, you know, all whole wheat bread and everything, no preservatives, you know, all, you know, use, but you'll see some of my recipes that I make for the farmer's market. I'll use margarine. I use white sugar. I do that because most people there really don't care for my, myself and for my family. We use a lot of whole wheat. We use, if I use sugar, I use organic sugar or honey, you know, so we eat healthy for the most part. Uh, but anyway, every time I try to get back on, I started aching all over again. And so I've even went as far, Tommy can pronounce the wheat. What's that kind of wheat? E-I-N-K-O-R-N? Einkorn. Einkorn. Um, anyway, uh, I even bought some of that, and I've tried sourdough because I've heard sourdough, you know, you break, it breaks down, you know, um, the proteins and stuff in it is not as bad. I did try that. I had a little bit of aching with that, but I'm going to try that another time. I'm going to try it. And I do, I do use yeast in my sourdough sometimes. I'm going to try that without yeast where it goes through two uh, more, more two risings that gives more time for fermentation just to see yeah anyway, so that kind of was a long short of it so <laughs> yeah that's right there, there's a lot more to it but uh um yep grandpa said that's another another good weed uh speaking of speaking of bread uh, i think this is where we lost you guys <laughs> last week i think this is where the where the, the internet crashed um but we did get the uh, at least we've got enough footage to do a couple of bread making couple of patty's bread making videos we've got one up so far mm -hmm. but we forgot something important <laughs> uh, we forgot to show how to start the sourdough starter and how to feed it so we have uh, a little more we need to do <laughs> Yeah, even after Patty said in the beginning of the video, hey, in a minute, I'm going to show you how to start, create starter and feed the starter. And then a minute went by and we didn't do it. Yeah, and they did, uh, so. however many minutes went by, we, we didn't do it. So, well, my intention was to feed. I always, once when I use my starter, I feed my starter. 
and you know once I get through mixing up the bread and I just forgot to do that on video yeah so thanks um, Minuteman Homestead says those are some beautiful loaves uh, thank you they are and she actually talks about there she's got a couple of secrets mm -hmm. uh, in the video that that those come from that's already mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel about how she discovered how to make her loaves pretty yeah. like that yeah and, that's um, right she sells out of her bread just, yeah. just about every week so yeah. um what else how are we doing on time man we're doing good we got 30 minutes left i thought we feel like we've been talking for a week <laughs> and it's only been 30 minutes so you wanted to talk about the meeting that you went to a little bit yeah we yeah. um i didn't i didn't create a clip for this but um we there's a video up, actually two. I, I shot a video when I was headed up to the Mississippi Food Policy Council meeting where I had been invited to take part sort of as a representative of small farm operations who are experiencing some type of regulatory burden uh, uh, from uh, existing regulations in the state of Mississippi. And these are good folks. Uh, I need to clarify because based on some comments from I've gotten on the video, it, it, it wasn't clear. And I see why with the word council, it almost sounds like an official government body. It's not. The Mississippi no. Food Policy Council is just a collection of people from yeah. a host of organizations from mm -hmm. uh, the United Way, from uh, school, uh, these groups that promote uh, farm, to uh, farm to school uh, options yeah. to uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shield had some people there. There were mm -hmm. some government entities there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Ad yeah. Adam from the mm -hmm. state of Mississippi, who is our, uh, he's over like consumer protection or something having to do with meat yeah. and a great guy. Yeah. And uh, lots of others. Daniel Doyle, who is uh, sort of the founder of the Mississippi Sustainable Agriculture Network. Mm -hmm. was there he's the one that invited me to come and participate and uh it was good last year uh they actually had sort of a round table to to determine uh what they would spend their focus on in 2016 mm -hmm. and um they decided that at uh in 20 at the end of 2015 to mm -hmm. focus on regulations dealing with the transportation of processed proteins processed meats mm -hmm. and uh, poultry processing regulations and so it was just kind of an update where we are what's going yeah, on yeah and uh so there's a video if you want to see i talk a little bit about that and um i came up with uh, uh they we were talking just in the meeting and it just kind of hit me off the top of my head but it got a big laugh and the the, or, the lady who runs the council told me she'd never forget it and that was we were talking about tomatoes and uh i was telling him you know you know tomatoes don't grow in december uh, not naturally anyway and so when you go to the grocery store and buy a tomato in december you might as well be eating a photograph of a tomato because they taste about the same and about about equal nutritional value uh, but anyway if you but wanted, I, do, I do have goals of having tomatoes in december in a high tunnel in a high tunnel. Yeah, we might could do it here in and, Zone 8B, that yeah. is. <laughs> but they, they still won't be as good as the tomatoes would get in July. No, that's they right. They still won't be as good. That's right. Um, I want to uh, a couple people said something. Um, Marlene said that she would like to, uh, she started watching the video for sourdough, but she stopped because it wasn't a true sourdough because I use yeast. That is true. I do use yeast in my sourdough, and that is mainly because I'm going to market with this sourdough. Um, I don't want it to take two full days or yeah, 24 hours to actually be able to make it. Um, it can be true sourdough, just omit the yeast, and your second rise, when you put it into loaves, will be anywhere from, it depends on how active your, your starter is. It could be, it could be risen in four hours, it could take eight hours. So, you know, you can still use this exact recipe. Um, and I've actually used this recipe with uh, more whole wheat. Uh, uh, sourdough also so it will work for both I've actually used it in for with honey also I've, I used to do a honey sourdough it got really expensive and uh, for what I was having to charge for the loaves at the market so I quit because uh, honey is very expensive and we're really not producing enough of our own yeah um grandpa said something too I was gonna answer too but I forgot what it was but um anyway so you know you, you, like i said I, and the this i'm going to go back and revisit the sourdough that i tried with the iron corn 
wheat and I'm going to do true sourdough. I'm not going to add any yeast to it because I want that longer uh, time to rise for the fermentation yeah. of it. So, um, oh, maybe it was Karen. Let's see. I don't know. It was somebody that said something I was going to uh, comment to, but I forgot what it was. Oh, well. Anyway, sorry about that. It, get, it gets overwhelming when, when we're talking about something and then y'all ask a question. The comments it's like, are just flying by. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to bring my iPad uh, over here to do to do it, but it was dead. So next week maybe it won't be dead, so maybe it'll be a little easier for yeah. me to, uh, to keep up. We're learning. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something else we wanted to touch on is we've, we've been fortunate to have uh, in Mississippi – there and it's not just in Mississippi. I know I know these kind of things exist all over the place. But Daniel Doyle, who I mentioned a minute ago uh, from the Mississippi Sustainable Agricultural Network, M San for short. In the video, I said M Sag. <laughs> from my law enforcement background. And I but, even caught that. So <laughs> yeah, Patty caught that. What do you mean? It's M San. But anyway, Daniel contacted mm. us a few weeks ago and said asked us if we'd be interested in having an intern. Uh, come mm -hmm. to the farm and we said yeah. sure and yeah. so uh, Margeria Smith who is a she's fairly local she's uh, we're uh, she's from she uh, uh, north of Nat Natchez I can't remember the town that she's from on yeah, it. yeah but anyway somewhere past Caseyville over that way yeah so anyway she's got about 45 minutes from here about 45 minute drive when mm -hmm. she comes to uh, to visit and, and help us and so she's been uh, I guess three times, twice here to the farm and once to, to the, the farmer's, farmer's market. market. Yeah, she and she was a and, great help at the farmer's market and here. It's been yeah, nice to have her helping. And it's so funny, Patty was telling me that um, she just could you know, she was over here helping Patty make bread one day, and uh, Patty was just explaining everything and giving her all her tips and tricks, and Marjorie couldn't believe that Patty was willing to give yeah. away her tips, you know, to help her maybe – Cause she was interested in making bread yeah she, yeah she was really impressed and you know a lot of people are so intimidated with making bread and, and i know i was in fact uh somebody uh commented on the video that they tried to make sourdough and failed and i did too my first time i'll never forget it was when we still lived in louisiana we came up to mississippi for a visit and uh, i went to we, we stopped at his aunt yuba's house which is actually right down the street from where we live now and Aunt Dossie came in, and she had this beautiful, huge loaf of sourdough bread. And she has the, and I actually have her bread pans now. She's, she's passed away. But it, it's like a, the same size loaf as what you buy in the grocery store. It's that big of a pan. And she brought in a huge loaf of sourdough, and she used potato flakes in hers um, to help with the texture of the uh, bread. And I think I'm going to probably use some potato water when I uh, get my other sourdough going. But anyway, um... I was so impressed. I really wanted to learn how, how to make bread and everything. So they wrote the recipe. I wrote the recipe. They told me the recipe, told me exactly how to do it. I wrote everything down. And I'll never forget, I uh, put it in the utility room with a kid because I had little kids where they couldn't mess with it and everything to rise for the 12 hours and all that. And I don't remember what, what made it a flop. I don't think it ever rose. This was, was the problem. And I probably didn't let my starter get going long enough to be active. So... But uh, Tony, I've talked about it, and I think I'm going to uh, do a live series coming up in the next week or so uh, daily on how to... It won't, be, it won't be next week. No, it won't be next week. It'll be the next. But how to... Daily, I'm going to go live and show you how to start your sourdough starter and how to feed it and keep it going until you're ready to make bread. Yeah, so and I don't know how long it's going to last. It'll depend on how long it takes to get a really active starter. And when I'm ready to make it, it may not be your day to make it because I saw someone uh, in the comments that were saying that you know it, it's it's natural yeast that that get in your starter from your surrounding area. Yeah, uh, in your house and everything, there's just natural yeast and also you know my starter may become more active and ready to be able to raise bread uh, before yours does. And especially like if grandpa and me are doing it at the same time, he's in Alaska, I'm in, you know, South Mississippi, it's much warmer here. My starter may become uh, more active way quicker than more his. More quickly, yeah. We're yeah. in zone 8B, by the way. <laughs> okay, I think they got that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me... Let me uh, um, 
expand on, on what Patty's proposing. And and listen, let me Thanks, say Mike. let me let me tell you this. Mm -hmm. If you're interested, if you're interested in tuning in, this will be probably you know, during the daytime probably, probably around lunchtime our time, central in the central time zone. Um, so around noonish. Um, but what she's talking about doing is is every because when you make sourdough bread, you gotta do something for a series of days. Yeah. You know, and, and what she's talking about doing is starting it herself from scratch and going live on YouTube for each day of that process. If you think that'd be a good idea and you might be interested in that, would you do us a favor and uh, either comment or on this video once it's posted, once the replay's posted? Or what I'd really prefer you to do is email us at bread at aldermanfarms.net. Bread at aldermanfarms.net. Mm -hmm. And uh, just kind of gauge interest, you know, because it will be a little extra difficult for us uh, schedule-wise to, to make, make sure. to make sure that happens. Yeah. And uh, we may have to play with the times. I don't know. Uh, I just When I just said noon, actually, we had talked about doing it in the evenings. But, well, I mean, you can take a lunch break. I mean, you know. Yeah, so. I can take a lunch break. And honestly, so. it's probably something that, uh, I mean, it's only going to take seconds, really, you know, to do, to show to the feeding. I mean, you know, to add the flour, yeah. to add the water, to add the sugar, and stir well, it. Well, but there'd but be questions. Be and right, it may be questions. And also, it'll be nice for you to see what mine looks like. You know, and how it's supposed to be looking. And I'm going to start. I'm going to start this the way I did uh, when I did the. Yeah. Einhorn, we what? Jared says, takes a real baker to have the guts to do it live on camera. <laughs> Mine would well. be bound to fail. So, uh, um, it looks like we're getting a lot of people saying that they, yeah. uh, so, so many would watch that. That'd and, be great. Um, and plus, remember, that's right, people can rewatch it later that's too. Right, that's that's right. right. Well, and maybe it'll be something that you could like piece together to make a whole video out of or can you do that yeah or? i can probably download them later to piece them together to yeah. make one one video mm -hmm. or, or no, no i think obs i haven't tried that yet i can sign i don't know if my 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 little macbook uh has the juice but you can actually record while you stream live so oh, okay we may have to try that may okay. do a test run yeah. and then we'll see but anyway mm -hmm. Once this video is posted as a replay, you can comment as, as you can on any other video. Uh, please let us know if that's something you'd be interested in yeah. in those comments because mm -hmm. these, as most of you probably know, these chat comments are going to disappear once the live <laughs> broadcast is over. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm but, sorry, I'm, and I'll start laughing because I, I saw it says, Gracious Yankee. Four. I thought it was hot down here, so I was just uh, sorry if I start laughing. Yeah. Sometimes it's because I'm reading some of your comments. Wow, so. Danny, uh, Danny or Wanda at Deep South says it hit triple digits here mm -hmm. 37 out of 39 days. Are you talking about actual temperature uh, yeah. at Deep South Homestead? Because ours, our fields like yeah. temperature has been triple digits, yeah. but we've been in the mid mid 90s, upper mid 90s. Mm -hmm. Grandpa um, said set it up as a playlist. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, good play, idea. That's a good idea. Uh, we'll do Could that too. Nice, uh, yeah, we're do we have the studio version of OBS. That's uh, mm -hmm. we have to have studio to be on a Mac, and uh, we we're on a Mac. So, all right. Let's see what else we got going on here. We well, covered that. What's going to be coming up next? I don't know if y'all have any experience. I have never tasted squash pickles, and uh, Anita that comes to the farmers market. Uh, she does a lot of canned uh, vegetables and chow chows and just all kind of different stuff, jellies and all. And she has a she has a great business, and she was giving samples of squash pickles, bread and butter squash is what she called it. Anyway, I told my friend Therese, which you should be hearing a lot about Therese. She, she's taught me so much about canning and preserving and stuff like that. We so need to have been, Therese on the show. We really do. We if really you're do. watching this, Therese, I'm booking you. you you're <laughs> coming here for a show. Or maybe we'll come there and do a show. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Well, no, the internet. Oh, yeah, we have to come, have here, to come here for here. our internet. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so uh, I, have, I actually had to buy squash because my squash is totally dried up and I haven't replanted yet. So I bought squash from the Douglas boys. It's uh, some uh, boys that come to the farmer's market. Their grandpa taught them how to grow beautiful squash and tomatoes and cucumbers. And he's just passed away, but he's really handed... Uh, something great down to his grandsons that they know how to farm and they can do it and anyway so i bought squash from them and <clears throat> i've got my squash now uh the salted and while we're talking right now and so when this is over 
I'm going to drain the squash and make my squash pickles. So, and I'm I'm a deal person. I don't typically do I don't do sweet pickles at all. But I was shocked at how much I love the squash pickles. Yeah. So. And we didn't film it. But I got I don't know if I even said this. I started to say it, but I got I told Therese about it, and she says I have a recipe from my aunt. So anyway, so I have the recipe for squash pickles. Good. That's interesting. I, I've never even heard of such, but there's a lot mm -hmm. of there's a lot of such I've never heard of. So squishles, or <laughs> how do you say that? Squashles. Squickles. Squickles. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Oh, Squickles. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, yeah. Somebody. Uh, Marlene said it's 70 here in Seattle. I oh, talk, shut up. I talked to my son. Yesterday was my birthday. And I, I, I'd have to tell him what I got for my birthday, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I talked to my son. He's in Oregon. And he said uh, it was 10 o'clock at night here, so it was 8 o'clock at night there, which, of course, it was still broad daylight. I was shocked at that. But anyway, he was grilling, and he said, Mom, I don't want you to be jealous, but uh, I'm fixing to go put on a jacket because it's kind of chilly yeah. here. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe. I was we like, went, don't call here ever yeah. again. We went in August two years ago, and it was it was pretty warm there. It was tolerable, but it was still hot. We still sweated a little bit, not yeah. not like here in not August. Like but anyway, um, we oh, thank you for the birthday wishes. Um Hey, hang on before this okay. goes away. Uh -huh. uh, someone said you said the other day, the other day in your sourdough bread uh, video that you sell your own cookbook. Oh, okay. uh, can we buy it? Yeah, it's not uh, okay. I'll, we'll put a link again. It's first of all, it's not our cookbook. No. Uh, we do have plans one day to put a cookbook mm -hmm. together. Yeah. By the way, Danny Wanda just released theirs, and yes. so you need to go grab that and uh, mm -hmm. help them out and get a hold of theirs. Yes. This cookbook is from my Aunt Donna's, who is now deceased, mm -hmm. and uh, you talk about some old country cooking. Yes. And uh, yes. Now, that's where I get my sourdough recipe from. Like I said, she adds potato flakes. I don't do that because I really, I, that's for my personal use, and, and then it call, it makes my bread cost more for the farmer's market. I don't see that big of a difference. She believed in the potato flakes all the time, so she did that in her starter. But anyway, uh, the egg custard recipe, I just tweaked it to add gluten-free flour. So, yeah. you know, all that is in her cookbook. So, But we sell those. It benefits our cemetery fund. We don't make any money off of that. We um, Yeah, every bit of the proceeds go. We, we've got a, our family cemetery is right here mm -hmm. on our property. It's not, well, it's not our property anymore because my great-great-granddaddy or great-granddaddy mm -hmm. cut out an acre of land and deeded it to the cemetery itself. So mm -hmm. it's perpetual. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the funds go to maintain and all mm -hmm. that, but uh, we'll make sure mm -hmm. to put a link yeah. uh, in in the description of this video once it's complete to show you where you can order that online. I don't know what that means. Oh. So, uh, oh, okay, yeah, moderators. Yeah. Um, anyway, I want to tell you about the instant pot, Instapot or instant pot. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, it's an eight quart, and I've been on the. Uh, pressure cookers for a while, the electric pressure cookers, because I cook with pressure pots, and I, of course I do pressure canning, but I have a pressure pot, when we've got a video that we did the uh, green beans, fresh green beans, and I just use it a lot, I do stew meat in it, and I love it, um, but you do have to stand over it, you know, when it, for it to get to the right pressure, and then for the, and I don't even know how to talk all about this, but till it gets to the right amount of jiggles, you know, I have to keep turning it down, I have to stand over it, so I have wanted, um, a pressure pot, an electric pressure pot, where you can I can just put everything in there, push my button, and walk away. And I and, and I and I saw an infomercial too that you can actually put frozen meats in there. So I'm going to try it with a frozen chicken probably tomorrow, and try out my instant pot because I really haven't done it. I've had leftovers and I've been kind of lazy and not cooked. So anyway, <laughs> that's what I did. It was my birthday, so I didn't. Oh, somebody's asking so. a moderator. That's right. We did have an email address about the cookbook. If you'll email us at cookbook at aldermanfarms.net, yeah. um, we will reply and send you the link. So uh, for Aunt, if, you, if you want to take a look at uh, the information on Aunt, Aunt mm -hmm. Donna's cookbook. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. We uh, only have one moderator, and uh, he's babysitting right now too. No, we've so. actually got more because oh, yeah, okay. I've okay. got I've got some. Uh, we gifted some other channels with moderator capabilities, oh, so okay. they can come and <laughs> drop the hammer on. Uh, Thank God we haven't and, had that. We haven't had a problem. No, with that, we so. haven't. We haven't. So, that's so. Good. Patty. Karen. Um, uh, Karen wants to know if Patty prefers gas or electric cooking. I do both because at home at 
in our trailer we have a gas, uh, electric stove and I've always cooked electric and when we built this house over here for mama we're at my mom's house by the way um right now uh we put in a gas stove and i got a convection oven so i can do like eight loaves of bread at a time i really you, don't dear. i really can't say uh that i like gas better but and i think it's the stove it 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 takes forever to boil water. I mean, it takes forever to heat up. And then once it does get heated up, I find it burns stuff. Even on the lowest setting, it's too hot sometimes. Like, like for instance, rice. You know, when you're cooking rice on the stove, you want it very, very low, and I, it bur actually burns rice. So um, I think I should like gas better, but I think it's the stove. I know yeah. another way to burn rice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah my husband's not a cook <laughs> i'm not a cook I, I had all i had to do was heat up the broth put some rice in there and, and i just turn it down and turn it down well i did turn it down i to turned seven. it down from high to seven yeah and uh, i didn't know i was supposed to turn it down to two <laughs> and uh, i mean you got to tell me these you got to be specific <sighs> but uh anyway there you go jared uh has posted that email link i'm not sure why it looks like that but there you go appreciate that yes. so all right, Big Family Homestead, checking out. Got to get yes. ready for their show. We'll See everybody at 7. Uh, thanks for the shout-out. So, yeah, we'll remind you again. We've only got 10 minutes left. But uh, mm -hmm. in case you don't know, um, right after our show, in case you're new here, right after our show, you need to jump over to Big Family Homestead's uh, channel for their show, which will mm -hmm. follow us at 7 p.m. Central to 8 p.m. Central. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, if you will, uh, Jared, if you'll be so kind to post this, it's www.thehomesteadnetwork.com. Mm -hmm. You can actually find the channel lineup of uh, all the shows That's that the right. Homestead Network and offers. It, and it's not just tonight. It's Friday night, Saturday night, and it's, you know, and Sunday And today, night. too. And, so. and it, during that program listing, I believe, the, the channel names are actually hyperlinked, so it'll take mm -hmm. you right where you need to be. Um, no. Some of those channels are using the YouTube uh, live event thing, so um, we're not. I haven't gotten brave enough to do that yet. Mm -hmm. We just kind of wait till it's five o'clock and hit stream, and uh, instead of having it automated, yeah. I, I may get yeah. brave to do that later. Somebody's yeah. asking again how the ch turkey is. Turkey's doing pretty good. Uh, we've got her in a cage. Small cage. Yeah, Probably small need to cage. have her in her smaller cage, but. We have her up elevated and protected away from mm -hmm. the dogs. It, you know, I, I, we still got a few modifications, but yeah. uh, she's fine. She's eating. She's drinking. Yeah. And, um, Somebody said we should have just probably cut our losses and went ahead and slaughtered her um, because she is, you know, we are going to be doing it for meat. I believe it's a female. They've just gotten to where the, the males are gobbling and everything, um, and I, so I believe she's a female, and I really don't have that many. So that's one reason to try and save her leg. Um, we're going to give her a few days and see how she's doing and see if we can't get her on the ground, you know. Yeah, the, you know, uh, I had responded to, to uh, a comment uh, about why, why didn't you just color, mm -hmm. you know. And I, did, I forgot that the fact that she's a female mm -hmm. uh, actually made it more. I wish I'd remembered that because it even illustrated the point further. But it, she's a midget white, and midget whites are... are I wouldn't say rare, but they're a heritage breed. Yeah. They're I mean, hard to come by. Yeah, I couldn't find them around here. We couldn't find know. them, and they're expensive when you do find them. Yeah. And when we did find them and we did get them, we had a small number of them, and we lost more than we wanted to mm -hmm. lose out of the original hatch. Yeah. And so, you know, because of those reasons, and plus that number smaller, thinking that she's a, actually she's a female too, yeah. it made it worth the extra effort to try to save her. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we figured we'd mm -hmm. give it a shout. Mm -hmm. So Minuteman said if we did do a live event. Uh, yeah, I saw yeah. that. I mean, thanks, so, thanks for that, Minuteman. Yeah, so we're going to look into that. Yeah. I'll educate myself that, that by doing a live event, uh, viewers can be here waiting for us and uh, they can set reminders mm -hmm. to be reminded when they're due. So I appreciate yeah. that. We'll, I'll look into it and uh, get educated on it this week. Yeah, that'll be good. And um, you want to talk a little bit about future shows? Yep, because yeah, as, as our show's winding, winding down, down yeah. although this next seven minutes will probably take, take a long time. an hour. But. <laughs> Yeah, so what do we got? What are we thinking about for future shows? Well, Pat? something that's really been on my mind is two, two main things um, is that uh, sustainability and what that means, you know, mainly to me, what it means to me, what it means to you. Um, 
I was sitting at a uh, at a meeting, one of the meetings that we went to, uh, with some different farmers sitting around the table and everything, and um, I realized that they're ordering all of their seeds, and there's nothing wrong at all with ordering all of your seeds. But in the same breath, we were talking about sustainability, right. and one thing that I'm trying to learn is to save seeds because I want to be sustainable. So, you know, sometimes sustainability means one thing to one person and another thing to another person. So um, that's one thing. And also, we've had some comments and questions about farmer's market. And uh, I would like to uh, go into depth about how we got started with the farmer's market and how uh, how you can get started with the farmer's market before you even grow any vegetables and how you can get your name out there. Yeah, Patty's got some particular uh, insights into that number one because of her experience as a vendor uh, from from the very first day of mm -hmm. the brookhaven farmers market's existence but also because she's the market manager for mm -hmm. uh, the brookhaven farmers market and so mm -hmm. she can uh, she knows a little bit about about it from both sides of the table as it were yeah. um, as a market manager and as a vendor so Mm -hmm. um, we, we, yeah, that's right. Sustainability is, uh, here's a comment. Sustainability is different for every family. Yeah. yeah. And so it's great to hear from each person's mouth. That's yeah, right. And that's so right. we thought about having a show where we just kind of talk about that and, yeah. and the different facets of sustain, sustainability. That's right. That's right. Uh, financial sustainability. Uh, you know, anyway, yeah, we don't want to have mean, that show now. We don't have right, time, but right. yeah, we're, we're running out of time, but I mean, you know, I mean, you know, there's things that, that could happen that would, you know, make us, uh, make things hard for us. But I think to the point we're at, I think we'd be okay. You know, yeah, we, but, we, we, we you would know, but I'd like to throw some things out there. I'd like to talk a little bit about that. And I'd like to see, have your input and see what you think about what are you doing that's helping you become more sustainable. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. So anyway, what else? Other shows? Yeah, we go... Um... What you know, I've got about? some interviews uh, lined mm -hmm. up that, mm -hmm. that may not take the entire show. I don't know. We may have uh, some of these may involve guests that would be with us for the length of the show. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. One that I've got in mind and I've already contacted him and he, he would love it. And he actually gave me this idea for a show is uh, Andrew Allen. I don't know if he's on on watching. If it is, jump in and say, say, hey, Andy. Uh, mm -hmm. But he's a local chef uh, here in Jackson who is huge on uh, local food. We've, we've got several great chefs in Jackson who are all about farm-to-table and local food and sustainable food. Uh, chef Nick Wallace is doing mm -hmm. huge things in elementary schools and uh, teaching kids where food comes from. Yes, yes. And uh, so I should have pulled up a, a picture of Nick here oh, on the yeah. farm holding one of the baby pigs. Yeah, but he loves to come to the farm. Anyway, I talked to Andrew about uh, being either via Skype or here on per, on uh, on site, and Andrew's actually interested in perhaps doing a live show uh, about processing a pig, or not not processing mm -hmm. a pig, but doing the I can't even say that big long French word of how to cut up a pig properly, <laughs> yeah. a pig car carcass properly, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. a chef would do it. Yeah. And he's willing to demonstrate that uh, on a live show. I don't know that we'll do that because it probably would take up more than an hour. But anyway, yeah. just some things we're thinking about. And I've got uh, some other potential interviews and some on location shows that we might yeah, do. Cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. And for, of course, you already mentioned Therese. Already so, mentioned Therese, right. which. I just thought about while we were sitting here. So um, anyway, we, you know, uh, give us some of your ideas. Uh, you can do it now in the chat, but also please remember the chat goes away when this show goes away. And so if it's something you really want us to know about and consider, mm -hmm. I need it in the comments mm -hmm. section of the replay video once once it's posted. Yeah. Oh, there's the... Uh the word for the yeah, I, grandpa, yeah. grandpa knew it. I know how to spell it, Grandpa. Oh. I just can't say it. <laughs> oh, I thought you could say it if you saw no, it. No, I can't say it even if I see it. And uh, I don't Sean. know if my friends Boudreaux and Thibodeau could say it like that. I know they couldn't spell it. But uh, <laughs> no. that's a different kind of French that, that Grandpa has typed out right there. And I, I don't know how to say it. And <laughs> I never have known how to say it. And so I, I'm not going to try because yeah. I would butcher the spelling. Get it? See what I did there? I didn't get it. 
butcher the spelling. Oh, okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean bu- butcher the pronunciation. I'm sometimes. <laughs> I got a million of them. Okay, I'll be here got, all week. All right, we got to go. All right, this is it. Going. Hey, we're signing out. Jump on over to Big the Family, Family Homestead. Homestead. Thanks so much for the yeah. conversation and for yeah. being here, and we'll see you next week, if not before. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. If you've got any questions or comments, be sure and shoot us an email to radio at aldermanfarms.net. And we hope you'll hop on our website, sign up for our newsletter, uh, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. We're everywhere as Alderman Farms. We really encourage you to check out our YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash user slash Alderman Farms where you can find a playlist of the videos involved with every one of these live shows and somewhere north of 400 videos altogether of various topics. We appreciate it very much. See you next time.